With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This, 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 this is the Rich Eisen Show. I got all the love in the world. Cameras will be trained all over the stadium just to see. Is Taylor Swift going to be in? Arrowhead. From the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Touchdown! Finds Travis Kelsey. I think he wanted to get in the end zone just as much as all the Swifties wanted him to. Today's guests, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Rams head coach, Sean McVay. Plus, your phone calls, overreaction Monday, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Oh, my goodness. It's one of those shows where, you know what, uh, we could do this for six hours. And it's not just because there's so much stuff going on in the sports world. We are the only show on the air and on the radio that not only does this for clicks, but we do this for winning. We do both (laughs) at the same time. Uh, And that's how we roll right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And we'd love to have a chat with you at 844-204-RICH being the number to dial. So much to discuss here uh, after we saw this football weekend just go off the hook. We're going to have Overreaction Monday, our segment in the middle of the show. Overreaction Monday, our podcast, just in time for another Double dip of football games on a Monday night. Two 2-0 teams have an at it, the Bucks and the Eagles. And then, of course, you've got the Rams and the Bengals wrapping things up. We are keeping an eye on whether Joe Burrow will play in that game tonight. Lots of talk coming out of Cincinnati that he will, in fact, suit up tonight and play and take on the Rams to avoid the 0-3 start that has befallen four other teams. And we also... Uh, are going to have Sean McVay on this show in hour number three. And you threw out, again, 844-204-RICH being the, the number to dial. Good to see you over there. Chris Brockman, how are you, sir? Rich, I'm great. What's happening? DJ Mikey D is in D's nuts. Morning, He's Rich. back where he is. And uh, TJ Jefferson, good to see you over there, sir. What's going on? Well, how about them, Cowboys? Well, it's one of those days. How about them, Cowboys? It's one of those days. And I know, I know. Listen, straight up. I know. And someone in this position uh, that I'm in right now, in this chair, on that show like this, against the shows that we go against every single day, um, I am mandated to start with the Dallas Cowboys and them losing to the Miami Dolphins. You're not I, really pardon me, though, no, no, pardon me. And I, I'm, I'm mandated to start with the Cowboys and losing the Arizona Cardinals. Pardon me. And I, I know I'm supposed to start with maybe uh, Dion and what happened getting curb stomped for the first time in his first loss uh, to Oregon. I know I'm supposed to start with either the Dallas Cowboys or Dion Sanders. But I'm going to zig when everybody's zagging. I'm going to zag when everybody's zigging. No, I'm going to do that because there is a story in the National Football League, and I'm not just talking about Taylor Swift finally showing up for Kelsey um, in Arrowhead. I'm not just going to say any of that stuff. 
there is a story in the National Football League through three weeks, and they are the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. They have shown up in 2023 in breathtaking fashion when we are talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets all the way up until his fourth snap of the 2023 season in the Buffalo Bills and the, you know, Kansas City Chiefs defending their title and how deep the AFC West is and the AFC North and Lamar Jackson getting his contract. And then, of course, we all know Joe Burrow getting his contract. And the rookie quarterbacks, two of them showing up in the AFC South. That's all we're talking about in this non-playing season in the entire time. Mike McDaniel was in the lab being a mad scientist. (laughs) And this team coming out of the gates and just hitting everyone in the mouth in a way that proves very difficult to stop. Very difficult to stop and defend. And all they got to do is basically hold you to four touchdowns maybe, and they're going to win. If they hold you to three touchdowns, look out. And if you can't put more than two touchdowns together against the Miami Dolphins, you are going to lose and you're going to go down hard. And they are just scheming like crazy. And they are just putting points up like crazy. And they scored 70. How many? On the Denver Broncos yesterday. They put a 70-burger on Denver, the first 70-point game we have seen since 1966. Last time we saw a 60-point game in this league is in 2011 when the Indianapolis Colts were in the middle of their Peyton-less season and a coach named Sean Payton put it on the Colts with the New Orleans Saints and Sean Payton was on the business end of this one on Sunday. And boy, howdy was he. 726 yards of offense. Do not adjust your set. And this, they, they've got some professionals on that defensive side of the ball. Patrick Sertan's kid is one of the best in the business. And the Broncos defense was supposed to take care of Tyreek Hill because that's what they've done habitually over the last four times they faced him going back to his days in Kansas City. And they did hold him to just only 150 some odd yards and a touchdown without defending him on the first series of the game. Devin Aitchie, we're sitting here in the summer talking about how the Dolphins needed Dalvin Cook. And they're apparently saying, we got this kid we just drafted, Devin Aitchie, and then he didn't answer the bell with it. His, uh, I guess, soft tissue intact. And then they unwrapped him yesterday. He had yet to score a touchdown in the league, and then he scored four of them. He had 233 (laughs) yards from scrimmage on Sunday. What does that mean for a rookie? Is that a lot? It means a lot. And as a matter of fact, he did it on just 22 touches. Only two other rookies have had 200 or more scrimmage yards and four touchdowns on fewer than 25 touches since 1950. They are named Clinton Portis. Oh. And a guy who's in the Hall of Fame named Gail Sayers. (laughs) So they added Gail Sayers to the mix. And Raheem Mostert, who ran all over the Patriots on Sunday night, had four touchdowns of his own. Again, the yards of offense that I mentioned, 726, were split thusly. 376 in the air, 350 on the ground. 
They damn near split it in half. And Mike McDaniel turned down three more at the end of the game and took a knee because he said they're, they're not there to run up the score, essentially. After, after scoring 70. But, but if you watch the game, no, I know. I'm just, the Broncos kept making mistakes. Yeah. Cortland Sutton put it on the ground a couple of times. It's just funny to hear that we didn't run up the score and they scored 70. The 70 points the Dolphins scored yesterday. More than 15 NFL teams have had through their first three games in 2023. 15 teams. And if the Bucs don't score 23 tonight and the Rams don't score 17 tonight and the Eagles don't score 11 tonight and the Bengals don't score 43 tonight, they'll be added to that mix too. 3-0 and in back-to-back seasons for the first time in Miami since they did it three straight seasons in a row in the mid-90s. Mike friggin' McDaniel, one of the most self-aware dudes that are out there, mm. is taking notes on how you play defense and knows how to attack you and then just keep attacking you. What is the most remarkable phrase of the day from yesterday? They went over 70 points when Mike White hit Robbie Chosen for a touchdown. Those are words that are factual. <laughs> And can't help but laugh. And uh, dude, I could go on and on and on. How about this? Tua Tungo Vailoa. He was 23 of 26 for 309 yards. Started the game by hitting 17 straight passes. He's now beaten 10 Super Bowl winning head coaches in a row. And yeah, Salty Tua is showing up, not for himself. Salty too is showing up for his teammates as the Dolphins are 3 and 0 right now in the AFC, the only such team in the AFC, the supposed deepest end of the NFL pool has Miami emerging as the only undefeated team through 3 weeks. And Tua had this to say about the fact that he is staying clean in the pocket, which as we all know is the most important thing. As I said last week, the four words that describe the Miami Dolphins' chances to win the Super Bowl this season are if Tua stays healthy. This is what Tua had to say after waxing the Broncos by 50. I don't know about you, but that looked like money. Salty Tua. We were pretty clean today. Uh, had zero rushes. Was there an effort to stay away from the run for you and, and avoiding any hits? Uh I would say with what we had installed this week um, with our plays, I mean, our, our plays allow me to be able to uh, find the open read uh, quick and, and distribute the, the ball. You know, it throws off the timing of the rushers, and it also helps our guys up front. But, like, that, that's just also a tremendous effort from our guys up front. Um, you know, being sacked really only once in three games and everyone's been saying we need this on our O-line, we need that on our O-line, we need better this, we need better that. Like, that's just a big middle finger to everyone that's been saying that from our O-line. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's number one, all right. Wow. <laughs> Tua Tungo Vailoa. Next up for them are the Buffalo Bills. Oh, baby. Game of the week. Because the Bills looked fantastic in Washington on Sunday and then at Philadelphia the matchup between 
the quarterback who won the national championship and then the quarterback who was benched in the national championship and then had to go elsewhere to make a Super Bowl before Tua. And the Dolphins and the Eagles are going to be lit because who has a better shot of keeping Tua off the field than a team that can run like Philadelphia and maybe control the line of scrimmage? And then week nine, I can't wait. You're calling that, To right? call that oh game my gosh, in Frankfurt, Germany That's on NFL amazing. Network. I will be at the microphone right now. Susie and I are lighting candles in our house for the health of everybody. I don't know if Taylor Swift is got a uh, a gig in Germany mm. on that weekend, but uh, this is going to be lit, as the kids say, over the next month and a half because the Dolphins have shown up in a way that I think defensive coordinators are going to be spinning their wheels to try and keep up with. Rod Woodson always says, he told this to me one of the first weeks I got to work with him. He said that the most adaptive creature on the planet is a National Football League defense. They keep adapting. They keep looking at what you're doing and adapt to it this team however is really tough because one last thing to say about trying to adapt to this team repeating they scored 70 they put up 726 yards of offense they had not one but two running backs score four touchdowns in the same game they are fast field yates put this one up on twitter today you take a look at their next gen stats in a game this season the top six fastest speed ball carriers in the league are all Dolphins. Tyreek Hill's on the list three times, including yesterday. A-Chain's now on the list twice from yesterday. And Raheem Mostert, I'm assuming that touchdown he ran in on the Patriots is sitting there. They are fast. And they did all of this on Sunday without... Their 1,000-yard receiver, Jalen Waddle, playing. And he could be the number one receiver on maybe half the teams in the league. They did it without Waddle. They weren't even full strength. In this any given Sunday or Monday or country, because they're going to Germany, league, anything can happen. I get it. And they are one snap away from this maybe changing. But I have to start the show with this. You have to. You have to talk about this team in South Florida right now because in this conference where we're talking about everybody and the NFC and the Niners, and I know the Cowboys didn't look as good as they possibly can. I think they're spinning their wheels on that Diggs injury from Friday. We'll see if that was a little bit of a hangover. We'll talk about that still to come on the program. The Eagles are playing tonight. Maybe the Bucs are really who we don't think that they are. But putting it all together, the Dolphins are 1,000%. Super Bowl worthy this year. Mm-hmm. And you better, I don't know how, I don't know. You just keep the offense off the field by running it against him. You just run people to Tua. I think he's going to slice you up. So have to start the show with that. And now we also just have to finish the segment to lead this show with the team that the Dolphins just curb stomped. The Denver Broncos came close to winning in week one against the Raiders. And then they have fallen further and further away 
from having a season that everyone was expecting Denver to have because Sean Payton was essentially showing up and will show Russ the way. Tell him to stop kissing babies and get out there and start hurting some people on the field. The Washington Commanders, it looked like they had them in their midst. I said they were playing like the Raiders from last year, blowing leads. They had an 18-point lead, and then Sam Howell showed up in a way that the Buffalo Bills were having none of yesterday. And Sean Payton, I, I think he can he will look at the film and he deep down knows this right away. And I think some of the Broncos players know this too. Players quit. They quit on that field in Miami. National Football League teams aren't supposed to give up these many points, and you're not supposed to lose by 50, and you're supposed to tackle people. I know these kids are fast that they're running downhill at you in Miami, but at some point, you've got to put somebody on the turf, and they didn't do it. They didn't do it. And Sean left Russ out there the whole day. Like It was kind of like you know the kids, you are going to have to eat your broccoli. You are going to have to eat this sandwich. You don't like it. I feel in the very long run, it's good for you to be out there, I guess. I don't know what he was. He had to sit there and think to himself, what is Glazer up to right now? Because I was hanging with him last year. On the Fox set, he's not going to quit. He's not going to give up. He will change the hell out of this roster if that's what's going to end up having to be done, and that includes the quarterback if he feels it's not the case because he's got the long contract and he's got the ring and the trophy in the case. But right now, I don't know how to solve this thing for him. This is what he had to say after the game, losing by 50, giving up a 70-burger, the first in the league, I mean, Lyndon Johnson was president. You know, uh, you know, we knew we were playing a real good offense, um, but but we got to look closely at what we were doing. And you know, when someone runs the ball up and down the field like those guys did, and throw it up and down the field, you know, it's not acceptable. You know, we we, we can't. Um, well. We just got to get to the tape. Only, Next question. It's only three weeks in, but is this kind of a crisis to see where you kind of yeah, there's a, Listen, this, this season's full of those type of moments, you know, and this one obviously is difficult to be sitting here 0-3 talking to you guys. Um, there'll be more. I know that you said it's embarrassing, but this is kind of an historic game. I mean, it's I'm aware. Third time the team has scored 70 points over seven. What's the question? What's the question? I just finished telling you. Next question. I don't blame him for saying, like, what's the question? Well, there wasn't one. The guys. No, no, no. I understand. Yeah. You know, we in the media sometimes keep digging because that's when you get the great soundbite. And we did play that right there. You know, I'm wondering if the Dolphins were playing in their locker room at any point in time. Um, Sean from Fox last year talking about how Bridgewater should be playing instead of Tua have a running back by committee. Yeah, a quarterback he, pre- he by predicted committee. Tua was going to get benched. Hey, Amen. Um, and in that respect, too, everybody saw what Tua looked like when he first came out of the box and talking about Justin Herbert and all of that business. And 
Mike McDaniel is a genius. I think we have decided, decidedly seen that, and and um, he keeps doing this. It it'll be tough to beat him, certainly with Tua playing this way. But I don't know what the Broncos' answer is right now. But thankfully for them, the answer may come in the form of next week's opponent. They're playing the Bears next. And that right there is quite something because this is tied for the most points allowed in the previous week by opposing teams in NFL history. The Broncos just gave up 70, the Bears 41. That's a rarity. Only two other matchups in the National Football League have come off two blowout losses like the ones that we just saw. So, and then the Jets, who are 1 million percent beatable right now. So, uh, it's a shocker. On Tuesday's show, I'm going to have a uh, uh, my top five list of most disappointing teams after three weeks, which is now a new tradition here. Spoiler alert, I might have mentioned two of them right now. Good one. And they ain't the Miami Dolphins. Raheem Mostert is also just uh, confirmed for tomorrow's program. Hey, very nice. Is it too early for us to coin Miami the greatest show on surf and turf? I like it. <laughs> greatest show on surf and turf. I like it. Okay. Nice. I like it because yesterday they were serving uh, both meals, passing and running. <laughs> 376 <laughs> and 350. <laughs> so that's surf and that's turf. Ooh, jumbo prawns, Mike? I oh, mean, oh, seriously. Popped so, into oh my, my head. head. Hey, look. And you're on a roll, pal, because Puka Doncic is playing tonight. <laughs> Let's take a break here on the Rich Eisen Show. We will talk about your Cowboys, my Jets, Chris Brockman's Patriots. We'll talk with you as well at 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. We'll talk Taylor Swift and Deion Sanders and more. We're, oh, we're playing all the greatest hits. <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased 
in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So, look, um, my team lost, your team lost, his team won. Congratulations to you, sir. Yeah. Hey, at least one of us. Oh, man, I wish I'd just... I've got to just become a Patriots fan when you're no, a kid. No, <laughs> would have no, been easier. Um, no, well, it's a, it's funny. Cooper just loves to get on 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 me when the Jets. <laughs> Doesn't he know the you Jets lose allowance? to the Patriots? Yeah, but it's 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 a, it's all cool. Uh, I I kind of dig that. <laughs> I kind of dig that. You know, like Taylor asked him at one point uh, yesterday, like who won the Jets, the Patriots? Cooper and started laughing. Cooper said, "Patriots, of course." Like in that voice. And I'm like, okay, I like it. Is that why he's number three on your list? No. (laughs) Heaven forbid you say something like that. (laughs) Get out of here, man. I like that you act like you're above ranking your kids. That's kind of offensive. Well, that's what Dion said, you know, like, again, like everybody would do it. And there are some kids that you would not give the credit card to. And I agree with that. And there are some other kids that you wouldn't do this or that for. But I'm not going to take care of you when you get to rank kids. It's just absurd. It's absurd. Again, acting like you're above it. That, yeah, but, that's defensive. Yeah, but you you are acting like you, you know. Would you, do it if one. I had multiple kids. Okay. Well, when you have them. <laughs> if totally you're, you know, we're kids. knocking on wood. Totally if would. you wish to have them, you know, you will. I mean, you will, you will, Cage you will, is ahead, no. of, ahead of the dog. I know that. I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, last week, the Mavericks had a cage. That's what I mean. So, that's what I'm saying. You never know. Well, I mean, if you rank humans in my house. It just depends. If you rank humans in my house, oh. Susie would put all three kids in the same line and then the two dogs in the same line They're above yours. me because she considers them humans. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. I understand that. <laughs> Which is why you're not on what the football and he is. You know what I mean? Well, well he's got his own podcast, though. So I understand I, that. I, I, Where, there's enough to go around. There's enough Where's food mine? to go around. Huh? Where's mine? You, you got to show up to work every day. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Week three. That just Jeez, got ugly, it's week man. three. That was unnecessary. <laughs> oh, my God. Week three. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio <laughs> Network. Firing shots on the oh, Roku sorry, channel sorry, feed that we're sorry. now one happy family. We are uh, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. We had Mike McCarthy on Friday's program, and you could tell they were still in just uh, shock that Trevon Diggs, uh, had just blown out his knee in practice yeah. out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. The stat that says everything you need to know about his value to the Dallas Cowboys. And I had, I had NFL research look it up, and this is uh, factual. The passer rating in his direction over the first two weeks of the season. Quarterbacks who dared to target anybody that Trayvon Diggs was covering which is Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson. And I understand you could sit here and say that speaks volumes in itself as to how low this number is. But it's very rare to see a cornerback with a passer rating against number of one. It was one. (laughs) And by the way, quarterbacks, when they dirt the ball to avoid a sack legally, Mm -hmm. you get a passer rating of almost 40. So it's like the SATs, like just, right, you, you sign just your, name, your name, right? Like three hundred points. <laughs> one, Trevon Diggs is one. So to me, you could sit here and say, you know, it's excuse making, but that had to be quite the blow to get on the plane. And you saw C.D. Lamb had 
the number seven on his eye black underneath. I believe it was, was he right eye? Was it a right eye? His right eye, Okay, yes. not left eye. <laughs> That's taken. Pull one out. RIP. So long story oh, short, it's clearly this team misses him and are playing for him. And then what frequently befalls the Cowboys in past years that we did not see in the first two weeks is that they have problems punching down. The people punching up at them normally land a blow in a significant fashion that causes the Cowboys to lose games that they quote-unquote should win. Now then, the Arizona Cardinals have proven, I think, through the first three weeks that they are most certainly not tanking. They're not watching USC games. Nope. And Kyler Murray's on the sideline, you know, psyching everyone up. So the Cardinals have some players. And Josh Dobbs, I love this kid. I love what he stands for. I love that he's getting an opportunity in a row. Not just, hey, Josh, we need to sign you off someone else's practice squad and throw you right in the midst of a must-do-or-die win game like, say, the Titans did last year against the Jaguars who were rampaging in the second half of the season. No, he's getting a shot, and he's he's getting better. James Conner is running the ball, like always. And they made some nice plays early on to avoid Micah Parsons and yeah. and some wide-open receivers. And then the Dallas Cowboys, I think, found out yesterday that they have uh, some red zone problems. One of five in the red zone yesterday for a touchdown. Couple field goals and interception. And turnover on downs. The dreaded turnover on downs. And that's the way you lose games on the road. And another issue I see from the Dallas offense that we were talking about on game day morning, even when they were winning. And uh, I know I did come on this show and say this could be their year, and it still could be. I mean, come on, it's just one game. Not but I, everybody else. But I get it. I get it. That's that's that's. This is not called the everybody else show. What's it called? We know it. <laughs> the rich eyes. So bottom line is they have some issues. If you are going to take C.D. Lamb out of the game, who's going to beat you? Is it Brandon Cooks? I mean, Gallup had some nice catches. Is Rico Dowdle going to, you know, scare you? He did score yesterday. Pollard did get over 100 yards. They did have over 400 yards of offense. They did move it. They just couldn't put it in the end zone. And then the one time when they actually did go for it and not settle for the field goal, Dak threw the pick, and it was a bad one. It was just one of those ones that you can't bad. pin on someone else, whether they drop ball or tip ball. or It was just a place that you shouldn't have put it and, um, and threw the pick. This was Dak after the loss when he was told that everyone in the media had put them on a pedestal, and they are Super Bowl-worthy still. But this was Dak's response to that. Y'all put us on top of the world. Um, we knew we know who we are, um, and, and in that same sense, I'm sure the media got got what they wanted. Uh, for us, um, it hadn't been but one one undefeated team in this league um, ever, ever. So 
uh, yeah, it, it sucks. It's humbling. Um, but to say it's a wake-up call, we, we knew we had a lot of adversity, um, and we just, just didn't get it done. And I think it just goes back to, to myself, the offense, and, and the red zone. So, I mean, we get better at there. We win this game. But uh, we've, we've got to fix that area, period. That's it. That's it. And so who's going to – who's gonna do you, you throw them 50-50 up to CD? I mean, I don't know. I mean, um, can the tight ends step up? I mean, what, what, what can be done in the red zone? In this instance, they didn't have any answers. Execution. I guess so. Just play, play, be- play better. That's what Mooch says sometimes, and it kind of drives me nuts. That's play what better. coaches say. Just play better and yeah. just, just keep doing what you do. And But yeah. here's the thing is that everybody, I think, over the first two weeks – thought that Dallas's first loss would come to against a team of the caliber of the Niners or the Eagles or the Commanders in their co- in their division and instead it comes against a team that everybody thought is going to be first overall on the clock because they're going to have to tank cuz Kyler Murray's hurt and Josh Dobbs isn't all that and and the Cardinals are you know are are definitely a team that you best not sleep on I mean this is the first time they had a they want to get the first time they won a game this year. They had the lead at halftime all, all three games. This is the first time. And look at Jonathan Gannon over there. Look at Jonathan Gannon over there. One thing that maybe the Dallas Cowboys need to their shoo, offense. Shoo, 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 shoo. That's what maybe they need. <laughs> wow, we have it. Because Rondell Moore, who is the recipient of those weird video game noises, <laughs> ran right up the Dallas defense, didn't he? Yeah. I thought you were going to say we need to take the bus there. But I'm serious, though. Ron, like, who, like, Pollard needs to be that home run hitter. And he did have over 100 yards, yards rushing. I know. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? And and CeeDee Lamb needs to be that big number one guy. And if he's out and and Pollard's getting his yards in the ground but not breaking away, who's going who's gonna to flip the field? Like, Brandon Cooks, that's what he's there for. Take the top of the defense off and make big plays. Mm-hmm. Hasn't happened. Like say the the ones that that Pickett made last night in Vegas to Austin, right? Oh yeah, Calvin Austin kind of flipped flipped everything. Like the Cowboys need need some of that mm-hmm. in games like this, and we will see. Next up is New England, so Dak's going to have a very frustrating afternoon because that's what Bill does to quarterbacks, confuses them, and that's what's coming up for Dallas before they visit San Francisco on a Sunday night look out and then a visit here to the chargers next three weeks very interesting for the dallas cowboys again we all thought one of the losses would come against san francisco or philadelphia one of the two they play miami in december on christmas eve should we go to that game next week tj in new england no it's in dallas dallas man oh it is go for it let's do it so let's also talk about the Jets and the Patriots. Do you want to? I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, the stars of that game in MetLife on Sunday were the supposed hot seat head coach who one million percent knows how to torment, confuse, and rally and the offensive line of the New England Patriots were absolute, complete studs. And I know this might not be saying a lot, but Mac Jones, 100% right now, is the second best quarterback of that first-round draft class. 
even though Trevor Lawrence lost another one yesterday. But Mac just doesn't. What's not on that sheet are the INTs. They're not there. They're not there. Is he great? Is he going to light up the universe? Is he going to beat Tua in this offense? I don't think so. Is he going to beat um, Josh Allen in that offense and defense? I don't think so either. But on this day, 15 points was enough because Belichick's like, I got the kid in green, number two, in my backpack. I got his ass in my briefcase. This thing is done. Don't worry about that. Just don't make the mistakes. Make some plays. Let's get some field goals and let's get out of here because we're not 0-3, not to that team. Not to that team and that quarterback. As for Zach Wilson, look, every single minute of that week one win up until the very end when we just as Jets fans, lost our minds because the Jets won that game. Every single minute of that win over the Bills was filled with dread, knowing that the kid who was so unready last year was going to have to be ready this year. And Rodgers was brought in to make sure we weren't in this position ever again. That by the time Zach Wilson would become the full-time starter of the Jets He would have learned so much from Sensei. He would be painting fences and waxing cars and doing all that sort of stuff (laughs) until he made that winning kick to take home the trophy. That's the way we were looking at it. (laughs) And that as soon as the (laughs) fact that this Achilles heel went kabooey in front of the entire football world, we knew. He was most likely unready, and he would have to be ready. And once again, once again, he was not ready. We were seeing things like open receivers, and he just wasn't pulling the trigger. There was one moment where it was a a dirty pocket, as they say in the NFL, but there was still a pocket. There was some fireworks around him. And he essentially sat down, sacked himself. Saw that one. That was early on in the game. And then in the fourth quarter, I don't know what the hell happened. And this is why the Jets are saying he's still their best chance to win. He put together a drive to make this a game. And I thought to myself, really? Like, where did this come from? And Romo's like, well, it's what happens when, Jim, when you, when you, when you throw on uh, running downs and you run on passing downs, here comes another one, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and then the next drive, poof, he went back into the pumpkin again. I got one drive of a carriage against Belichick. One carriage ride. I got one carriage ride, kind of like prom night where uh, my prom date before she vomited off the side of the Staten Island Ferry said, okay, I'll take a a carriage ride with you. What? Yes. And that's what happened. (laughs) By the end of the day, I got the vomiting off the side of the Staten Island Ferry because we all feel that way. We're done watching this young kid try and get the controls of the position. And we're just wondering... Are the Jets feeling the same way in the front office? And we got that answer from the head coach of the New York Jets after yet another 
loss to the New England Patriots, and I feel for this coach. Hit it. I can get into a long dissertation about what we're seeing, obviously. I, th- I think, um, you know, obviously his pocket presence to us has been so much more improved. Uh, um, his accuracy is much improved. His decision-making is much improved. Um, like I said, you know, New England's got a hell of a defense over there. They do. And uh, obviously it just wasn't good enough today. Has, uh, has Zach shown you enough to keep him as the starter going Yeah, forward? he's fine. Right now, Zach is the best player on the, in the um, – He's who gives us the best chance to win. And, um, you know, so that's basically the, that would be the cleanest answer I could give you. All right. You got a mic for me? You got it there? You just... What were they really thinking? Boy, did that sigh at the beginning of his soundbite say it all. Can you believe we're in this situation again? Because I can't. You know, I got Michael Carter, the running back, barking at his running backs coach already on the sideline. Can only imagine what's going on in that locker room as the defense gave up 15 and we lose. And they, however, defenses doesn't have, uh, if you dust for Prince yesterday, the defense's Prince are on that one too. They couldn't touch Mac Jones and gave up too many runs. But again, how can you blame a team that only gives up 15? How could you blame that side of the football if they gave up 15? And, you know, this what he's really thinking. He's like, what am I going to do? Am I going to put in Tim Boyle against the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football when NBC comes in and shows this dreck? I don't think he'd use that word to the rest of the world. I'm going to put oh Tim Boyle. That's the answer. It isn't. So what we need from this kid is more of that one drive, whatever that was. Boy, they should just dissect it. Unfortunately, so is Steve Spagnolo of the Chiefs' defensive side of the football. But it's just, he's not ready. And we're in this position again, and it's nobody's fault. They've made all the proper plans, and the football gods just decided to kick him in the nards again. So here's the plan. I don't know. Uh, Jet fans, before Sunday Night Football, maybe you take the Chris Russo plan, you know. <laughs> Half. Pop a gummy or whatever to get through it because it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. Certainly if Taylor Swift is in town because everyone's just good. It's going to be a circus now. Now now, now the whole media is going to be focused on what the Kansas City Chiefs do. So it's going to be in front of everybody. And then these are the teams you root for. You root for uh, Carolina. Then the Chiefs again. Somehow you root for the Bears. Mm -hmm. And then you root for the 49ers. Why am I saying that? Those are the next four opponents of the Minnesota Vikings who fell to 0-3. And maybe, just maybe, if they lose those games, they just stare at their own abyss and say, we are seeing the quarterbacks in the next draft, and we are already doing the hard work to get a third of the way there. And we don't intend to pay Kirk Cousins another dime. And we know the Jets are desperate. And maybe Kirk Cousins becomes available because he's 0-3 right now. And I know Justin Jefferson, who's on the screen, would say, no, thank you. But guess what? The NFL, things can change really fast because I don't see Zach Wilson suddenly having an epiphany and figuring things out 
because the Chiefs' defense ain't easy. And I know they go to Denver, and we just saw what Miami did. And then the Philadelphia Eagles, you're staring, if you're lucky, two and four in the face before coming off of your bye week against the Giants. Say what you will, laugh all you want, but the Giants would beat this Jets team right now, I think, the way that Zach is playing. You think Wink Martindale's going to be just like staying up at night, staring at the ceiling? Oh, what's Zach going to do to us? The Chargers? I might go to bed early. Chargers, 400 <laughs> yards out of Justin Herbert? It's circling, and the Jets have to know that. So root for the teams playing the Vikings. So sad that that's what we're at right now, because I don't know where A.A. Ron is right now. Where is A.A. Ron right now? <laughs> we're not going to apologize for winning. So we need to go ahead Sorry. and figure out how to get Zach through the next day or two or three to figure out how to get through one or two or three drives against the Chiefs if somehow the Jets' defense is able to hold down Mahomes in front of the whole country. I feel for Salah and the rest of that team, man. And for Zach, because I said again, like I said last week, he's not ready. Let's take a break. 844-204-RICH, number to dial your phone calls, and and so much more. Chris Long of Greenlight Pod and Inside the NFL comes up top of hour two. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, I mean, and that's why I'm wondering why you would go by the name of Matty Ice, Matt. <laughs> that's why I'm I mean, that's a beer-infused nickname, and it, it doesn't fit anymore. So. Would you agree it doesn't fit anymore, Matt? Are you, is the natural coming back, or are we making a push for the natural here? No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm well, I'm pointing out that certain nickname that you've had for a long time just just it i like beer uh, i just okay, throw it right. out there i do like beer right so when it comes to it though you just you're not you're not slamming them back right is what you're uh, saying no i'm i guess i'm i'm drinking responsibly okay something that would be 
uh, a natural light of some sort, man? Are you? What are you drinking? <laughs> what are you drinking? It's been a long time. See, that's, <laughs> you keep making my point. Why won't you take the natural from me, man? Why you, just why won't you? Just why won't you do it? I mean, how many times do I have to ask? How many times uh, do I have to ask? Uh, it's just nobody else wants it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Are you aware I offered it to Stafford, your buddy? Is that right? Yes. He didn't take it either. Well, I mean, he... That's a no, Matt. um, Hold on a minute. (laughs) Excuse me. Hold on. I I gave him full disclosure that it was a retread and that you had rejected it. (laughs) Because I know you guys talk. I know you you guys are tight, right? He forgot to mention it to me the last time I saw him. I can't believe that wasn't top of mind for him. Okay, so just just uh, on behalf of all my loved ones who are cringing right now, just tell me to move on, Matt, and I'll move on. Just tell me to move on. Rich, you got to move on. You got to move on. I love you, but you got to move on. Thank you, Matt. Thank you so Thank much. You. <laughs> Even if I gave you a T-shirt or anything? <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, Matt, I can take a hint after nine years or so. Ah, yes. Our entire archive is available for you. Be careful. Make sure you have time because you can go out on a wormhole. Back here on our Rich Eisen Show radio and Roku channel feed together. Just had a fun soundbite from back in the day with Matt Ryan, who I think if you watch the uh, Bills Commanders game yesterday on CBS, you could see that uh, Matt is a a natural talent at uh, calling games in the booth. Gosh, he's really good. You know, it's also good. What I picked up, what I picked up from that game. Josh Allen's good. At football? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you going to try to give him a nickname now? Or? I already did. He's the Mandalorian quarterback. Okay. Just, look, I'm not saying they're all, you know, home runs. Some of them are just, you know, you, you just hit the pitch where you see it. You're like <laughs> Hoping David find Ex- some grass. You're like David Eckstein, though. There's no home run. That's okay. <laughs> oh, <God>. Wow. <laughs> okay. Every now and then I might pop one out. <laughs> he said no homers. <laughs> They don't even reach defense. Man, by the way, the whole sense of like, oh, Josh Allen is just garbage because of what we saw. Oh, my goodness gracious. The overreactions in this league. It's nonstop. Boy, he stepped up in the pocket. He found Gabe Davis. He he ran one in when it was necessary to run one in, and he teardropped it in front of everybody at FedEx. He teardropped it in front of Magic Johnson. That's pretty cool. And, and you know, Maybe Stephon Skyhook. Diggs fed him. As you know, St- Stephon's from that area, former Maryland Terrapin. And then, oh, speaking of terror, um, the defense. They, they told Sam Howell, uh, nice two weeks, kid. Uh, but this is the National Football League, and um, uh, we play defense. And there's a guy named Matt Milano, and there's Micah Hyde, and there's the rest of the team. And they just, they just put it on the commanders, 37-3. to See ya. And next up are the Dolphins in Western New York. Here we go. Joker Jiff. Here we go. Yeah. Let's go. Because I was t- leading this show by saying the Dolphins are the the best story and the biggest story in the NFL right now. Um, TJ coined it. They're the greatest show on surf and turf. And they <laughs> are serving it up. Let's see what the Buffalo Bills do this time. Last time they played, it was a snowstorm. It was terrific. It was basically Tua's last great game of the season last year. And now Tua is the MVP candidate. Front runner. Front runner, not Josh Allen. And the Buffalo Bills are coming in off of two very nice back-to-back wins, curb stomping the Raiders and Commanders, handing each of them their first losses of the season. 
Not concerned, even if the Bills lose this one too. And they're now going to be – even if, How, how even, do they lose? How, how, do the, how do the Bills lose? Like if they lose, like what's the score? Oh, it doesn't matter what the score it, is. It absolutely does. I don't believe it does at if all. If they get absolutely worked. It's a, it's the end of the first month of the season. They're 2-2. Two and two. Let's just see. Uh, and, then, and, then, and then if they lose the division because they've lost their home game to the Miami Dolphins, let's just see how the Dolphins can do this, this track meet stuff when it gets cold. Let's see what the Dolphins can do later on in the season. And let's see, let's see what it looks like in December and January. Let's see what it looks like in the middle of January and the Buffalo Bills are that five seed coming to the four seed. And let's see what it looks. Again, if that's the way it goes, you just got to look. We're marathoning. We're not sprinting. But what if Miami scores 50? Then they score 50. And then what happens? Like, honestly. What if it's like 52-21? Chris, it doesn't matter. That, that, no, that really does matter. <laughs> How does it matter? Because you saw yeah. the way that they, the Dolphins did the Ravens last year and what the Dolphins did early on in the season. Then December hits, two is not healthy, and they're not even the same team. So it doesn't matter what the score is right now. It means nothing. What it means is it's still a win that could count as some sort of a tie break in December that causes Buffalo to go on the road as opposed to having people come to Western New York, which might be a difference. But it is a big game. I'm very excited about it. And if they beat the Dolphins, well, then that would be quite something. Now you're talking about them being not only in the mix for the division, but being the one seed in this conference. That appears to be wide open for the taking. You know, it appears to be with some big games to come when the Chiefs start coming to town or they go to the Chiefs and the, the Dolphins play the Chiefs in Germany. Everybody's playing each other. See what happens. Certainly if the Chargers are putting up, you know, the, you know, and Justin Herbert's throwing the ball vertically, maybe they can make a run here. Who knows? Still very early. Same thing with our, uh, with our show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We'll take your phone calls. Overreaction Monday coming up in the next hour. And then our podcast version of it later on today before two NFL games tonight. Chris Long is going to be joining us to give us his two cents on all these subject matters. We haven't even hit on Dion and Ryan Day taking down the Irish and Lou Holtz in one fell swoop. <laughs> That's all still to come. That was preposterous. Oh yeah, man. He he almost took on the the he almost took on Rudy as well. Now now he would have had me. I'll tell you what. Vince Vaughn was there at game day. Like, I was saw he, was he going after him too. I saw Vince Vince there. It was pretty cool to see him. Love the phone lines being lit, too. I mean, we haven't even hit on ha- the Texans looking the way they're looking, right? The Jaguars are one and two. The Jaguars are in last place. Looking up at the Colts, Gardner Minshew winning on a road. Well, he got some help from the Zebras. Guess what, man? <laughs> Everything. Guess they, what, were, man? they were really bad in that game. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Also, Rich, Chris and I were talking pre-show. The Arizona Cardinals could very well be 3-0 and this season. I know. Nobody's thinking that way. No one's The talking. Jets could easily be 3-0 and if Aaron Rodgers' Achilles well, didn't pop four, yeah, four that, snaps that's in. A, that's a lot more ifs than what No, Arizona no, no, no. It's just, one, it's just one speed bridge away from being 3-0. Yeah, but... Okay, dude, I'm going to do this all season long. I mean, it's just what could have been what could have been and what is now roosting again. I mean, this could be the rich Kofax show, dude. Every that's correct. Every plan, every plan the Jets made this offseason. We got to scrap them. Was to check a box was to check a box 
to make sure this wouldn't happen. Damn it. <laughs> 